You're listening to Stuff Weekly, episode 361 for Tuesday, February 20th, 2018. The Funhouse of the Body. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stuff Weekly, the show where we go over the funny, weird, or just plain awesome stuff that we stumble on in a week. You can stream, download, or find show notes, including links to all the things we talk about for this and most past episodes of all YNIN podcasts over at YNInteractive.com. That's YNInteractive.com. You can also subscribe to us in places like iTunes and Stitcher and Android's podcast app. Uh, I'm Cody Coleman, head administrator of the EDOC NameLock Interactive Network. With me, as always, is the recently thought out Ms. Nikki Wright. Welcome, Nikki. It feels so good. (laughs) Right? You're not, like, having to chisel your way out of your door every morning. It's great. Oh, I love it. Today it was like, I don't know, 70 degrees, and I just want to dance. It's snowing here. The plow just went up the street. <laughs> so sorry. That really sucks. <laughs> she she says laughing because she's like, but it's great over here. It's paradise <laughs> over here. Oh, my gosh. Well, right on. Well, welcome back home. Uh, I guess Thank I'm, not, you so much. I'm not there, but... <laughs> So, so can I just say, like, my plane was on time. Both ways? Both ways. Oh, my God. The flight was great both ways, but I lost my work phone, guys. It's gone. I don't know where it is. Oh, no. Okay. All right. I was afraid your entire trip went without any kind of a hitch. You came back. Your computer still works. Now the universe is in the right spot. Uh (laughs) For for all I know, like I don't know, I don't know where it is. Um, I thought it was in Dylan's car, and it's not. Um, and Google is telling me that it died on the the fifth at seven in the morning. So nobody's turned it on, which means it's got to be somewhere that I can access. I mean, did but you bring I have it with ripped... you to Pennsylvania? So I thought I did, and I noticed that I didn't have it. Um, one of the days early on in the trip where I worked. But I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I left it in Dylan's car by mistake. And it's not in Dylan's car. And I've called both um, the TSA at SFO and um, the hotel where we parked the car. And nobody's gotten back to me. So Wow. Did, did, uh, did the way that you figured out when it turned off and everything, did it have like a GPS location as to where? If you if you type find my phone so if you so let me back up if you've um, added like uh, 2SV or anything uh, to your Gmail account yeah and you type the phrase find my phone into Google it, it'll give you information about your phone really yeah that's interesting I've never done if that it, if it's on it will tell you where it is. But my phone is not on, so I only know that it was last alive on the 5th at 7.31 a.m. It doesn't give you the last known location of it? It does not. And I tried, like, Googling that, and they're like, oh, no, we don't do that. Huh. Which All right. Feels like, like, it doesn't seem like, like you can tell me where it, where it is right now if it's on, but you can't tell me. It's like, aren't you tracking me 24-7? Can't you just, like, go back? Right, exactly. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt the other introductions. <laughs> oh, that's fine. It was very interesting. Uh, but I'm yeah, sure. Let's, let's keep going. Uh, also with us, we have an all-around funny guy and a man who is as strong as at least 20 regular Matts, Mr. Matt Krua. Welcome, Matt. 
Thank you. Um, I've actually been slowly absorbing the strength of all the other mats um, by killing them. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Cool. So, what, what, yeah. where awesome. was the last one? Where that? Which? What was the last mat you absorbed into your being? So uh, I well, n- not other people named Matt. Literally, alternate universe me's. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, so I've been traveling between Matt. dimensions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been traveling between dimensions in order to find different mats, kill them, gain their power, and become the strongest Matt in the multiverse. Uh, last one was just uh, like a version of me who I guess like worked in a flower shop. Oh, okay. All he right. was so innocent. Yeah, he 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 lived in this very small town in Maryland, and uh, everyone kind of knew him. And he just sold flowers, and his passion was just was just horticulture of all kinds and selling flowers. And he really loved, uh, you know, botany and everything, and and helping people. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely drowned him in his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit alright but, now, but now, really I, now I can lift the car so that's good <laughs> do you gain his other like his his horticulture powers or no no I just gained physical strength oh okay cool alright yeah. well uh, welcome murderer um, also Thanks. with us we have uh, a lady who owned a website at one time and now owns a poor shell of a message board so people can be sad about it Ms. Amberly. <laughs> Man, I have the best existence ever, but I'm future other podcast hoster on this website. Yeah, that's the thing that's going to it's going to happen this time. I said I was going to do it last time, but I'm going to do it this time. It's going to happen. You know, we have another uh, podcast host that hosts a comic book show or at least allegedly hosts a comic book show on this network. I've heard rumors. Is, yeah. is that a thing? So, uh, you know, I don't know. So we'll... is that Dylan? Did he do that? M- maybe. <laughs> I, dude, I forget. It's been so long. Uh, yeah, weird. Yeah, but m- maybe. Actually, I. I think it was Matt. Yeah, Matt, cool. Matt doesn't sound like something <laughs> Matt would do. No, Matt doesn't sound like a host of things. That's no, that's he, true. I he hates comic books. I hate I hate hosting. Yeah, it's real bad. It's it's. Real... Thanks for letting me special guest on your podcast again. By the way. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> cool. Uh, right on. So, uh, do, would you like to talk about your future podcast that you're going to host, or do you want to? Yeah, save? it doesn't have a, it. Does I'm I'm in between two names, um, so it doesn't have a name yet. But it's going to basically what, be. What are your two? Okay, so I've got one that's like really super, like man, this sounds like a serious podcast, and the other one that basically says what it is. So my serious podcast. So it's basically a whole bunch of people, at least four people, sitting down talking about musicals. Because that's the one thing that I know enough of that I could make a podcast of okay. is musical. The other thing would be Disney, but then that's where the one name comes in. So we'll get to that. So um, the idea is that every episode is going to be a different musical, and the four people sit down. Most people are going to know about. There might be one or two people that know just a little bit about it, or know the original source material that can give their uh, info. Like, oh, I can't believe they did that in the show because that's how like the source material did it. Blah blah. blah. Um, but the first name that I have in mind is at this performance. Cause it's like at this performance of the podcast, it's going to be like a certain show. Okay. And the other one I have is called uh, geek out and it'd be like musical geek out because then if I want to do like spinoffs of it, like if I want to have an episode where we talk about something that's not necessarily a musical, like let's talk about, I don't know, a movie. Like let's all, we all saw this movie and we all really like movies. So let's have like movie geek out and things like that. Okay. That's so, not too generic. That, yeah, I know. I, I agree. That, I know. That sounds like this show where we talk. <laughs> <laughs> Only that sounds about like every time that someone that we all see a movie together, together, but at the same right. time, 
but that's fine. You know, I, I at one point thought it would be a good idea for us to have some kind of a movie show, but, uh, getting everyone to actually see a movie at the same time sounds difficult. So yes, yes, it does. We, we managed to make it work sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But as, as we found out before the show, only Nikki's seen black Panther so far, which is the weirdest thing ever. (laughs) Cause she's usually the last one. I mean, I don't see them. So I'm not a fan. Yeah, uh, right. I don't, I don't see movies uh, unless you know, cri- unless Thor's abs are going to be in it, and Thor's abs aren't in this movie. I mean, so there are other abs in this movie. If they're not Thor's abs, they don't matter, y'all. <laughs> oh, they're just as good as Thor's abs. Come on. Nikki's uh, has the hots for the Black Panther, I think. And... I mean, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but you're not but you're not saying, saying that. <laughs> but I'm not not saying it, I guess. But no, like, Amby, if you're into abs, there's plenty of abs to go around in this movie. So okay. they're, they're just floating in air. Really <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't understand. There's, there's a whole, like, building that is just abs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Black Panther walks in and he's like, what is this? And, then, <laughs> and the maker is like, oh, yeah, no, I made this building made of human abs. Don't you like it? And he's like, you are going going to jail i have to put you in jail now right exactly (laughs) all right well cool uh so uh yeah just uh you know keep us up to date as to what's going on and then maybe we'll get the first yeah right now i am i'm getting feedback from people who are interested in being panelists on it and getting feedback on what shows they know um i you guys are going to be on it from time to time i'm fairly certain uh that we have no choice (laughs) she's gonna tie you down okay yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm fairly certain that the four of us will end up being the panelists for the week that we do Dr. Horrible Sing Along Blog, which, by the way, is the only thing that every single person that has applied so far has seen. There's a couple of things that, like, only one, maybe one or two people have missed, like Rent and I, and I think Annie was the other one. Cody I've apparently has never Rent seen. On Tuesday. Co- Cody apparently oh, has never really? seen Annie. You've never seen Annie? Uh, no, I have not. You're uh, not okay. missing much. No, you're not. not. I was, I was in it. <laughs> I've seen the movie. I have not seen the play of Annie. Well, that's that counts. Oh, it's, okay. The movie is basically now, a direct. Now, I, I guess I should, I should yeah. specify. I have seen the most recent movie of Annie with Jamie Fox in it. Uh, oh, so it's, it's not okay, quite and- the same. No, that's no. Yeah. Why? Why would you give money to that? Um, Whoa. It really wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's 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 pretty bad by comparison. It's bad. okay. Well, um, I don't have much to compare it to. So okay. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it's Annie. You're not missing much. No, you're you're really not. Yeah, you're, you're really not. Uh, but cool. yeah, so. And then I also think that we're probably going to be the four panelists for um, Superhero Week, which is going to be Holy Musical, Batman, and Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Um, I'm going to com- combine them together into one and just make it like Superhero Musical Week. Because I know that you, some of you guys, Nikki hasn't seen Holy Musical, Batman, but that's available online so you can see that really easily. Yeah, I've seen And um, I, have, I have ways that we can go back in time and, you know, okay. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, 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 I'll listen to the soundtrack. It's fine. Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, right on. So, what else would we like to talk about? I, I, we could talk about our weeks, or uh, we could do more uh, shop. Uh, apparently, a uh, a listener of ours has reached out and asked for our opinion on something, uh, which on, we can talk on about. Uh, on uh, music, they want music recommendations, because Nikki gave From music... Re- yeah, apparently. Oh, yeah. yeah, so... Uh, uh, but we're we're not a music podcast. We're not. We're not. But, but we can. But, you, but Nikki had suggested music, or one of you had suggested music, and he Nikki. heard 
and he liked it, so now he wants more suggestions. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, oh what did, who suggested something? Uh, so Nikki. when we were discussing, yeah, we were discussing Spotify. I was like, I've been loving Silverchair, and uh, our loyal listener Raul was like, "Hey, I gave Silverchair a shot, and I really liked them. Do you have any more suggestions for you okay. know?" And All so right. I said that I would ask, I would ask the crew, and uh, you know, I have awful taste in music. So I don't think you have awful taste in music. You have you great have taste in good vocalism. I do have I have very specific taste in music. I pretty much am a soundtrack person. I like if if you like things that are kind of like new agey and ethereal, um, there's a couple of the Cirque du Soleil soundtracks that are really, really good. The Ka soundtrack is amazing if you love things that have a bit of like a Japanese influence to them. And I always the Verakai soundtrack is fantastic as well, too. It's very again new agey and then when it comes to soundtracks um i said this before the show um there's a musical that i just saw called once on this island i've talked about on the show before their sound their cast recording comes out i think next week or the week after it's gonna be amazing don't necessarily buy it but definitely spotify it so that's my suggestions for my my background (laughs) hey if if people like uh like musicals then that's a great yeah once on this island soundtrack is going to be phenomenal all the people who are in are fantastic the arrangements with the different harmonies if you're like a harmony person it's gonna be amazing i'm so excited for it right on uh matt nikki uh you have suggestions for our our loyal listener i got a couple okay what you got i'm just going i'm going here through my uh stuff i've discovered recently and uh one that has come to mind is a group called platina jazz Okay. Um, so I guess I can tell the story. Um, basically, I uh, I watched an anime. I feel dirty saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, whoa, whoa, Matt. Oh, I, did, whoa. I did. Yeah, I know, guys. This, please don't be mean to me and steal my lunch monies. Um, I did watch an anime. I watched uh, Devil Man Cry Baby on Netflix. Okay. I've heard, I've heard of that, yeah. I, uh, I really dug the Devil Man manga a long time ago when I was, uh, when I was a child. And uh, it's it's very dark and not very it's not a very happy story, but it's also very stylistic and cool. So I watched it, and uh, I went to go see if there were any covers of some of the soundtrack on YouTube because there were some really cool there's some really cool music in that show. Uh, and I found this group, Platinum Jazz, that does these kind of big band slash jazz covers of songs from anime. Yeah, it's that very. I, I came to find on Spotify that it's very hard to actually find the anime, like the actual direct anime things. Sure. But you normally find covers. You can find tons of covers. I, I, I agree with you. I've come across a couple that are fantastic, like acapella groups. Yeah, and like it's fantastic. Not, I don't have anything in particular. I think I heard a version of Rain from Cowboy Bebop that was done like by an acapella group, and it was amazing. Uh, Platinum Jazz, they're they're from Sweden, but they perform in Japan, and they do uh, they do a really good cover of "Gotta Knock a Little Harder" from Cowboy Bebop. Oh wow! Um, wow, guys, they, we keep talking about the seatbelts. I love the seatbelts. They're one of yeah, seatbelts are bands. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Platinum Jazz is a really good cover of that, and uh, oddly enough, they make the Sailor Moon theme kind of feel uh, evocative. I don't know. It's really uh, what? Yeah, it's a really cool cover. Um, Is this a playlist that you said was on Spotify? uh, The Sailor Moon song is on YouTube. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. It's on the Spotify. Uh, They have all all of their albums. You can find them on iTunes if you're interested in that. Sure. Um, Some other things I've been listening to lately, uh, a band called Wolfpack. 
Uh, Wolfpack is a uh, funk group from, uh, I want to say they're from Michigan. Okay. Um, and, and funk is a weird term because, like, all of their songs kind of sound different from each other, which I find kind of cool. Um, I, there's a song called Conscious Club, which is pretty much like a weird club intro theme. Like, as if you were coming to a club and it gives you directions to get to the club. It's really weird, and I weird. love it. Weird, okay. But then they also have a song called Outro that is just, like, a really cool funk horn song that is, uh, like, just a brass section, pretty much, and it's instrumental entirely. Um, they have a lot of different cool stuff, and so it's worth uh, exploring them a bit. Um and uh, I'll do a couple more because I, I like a lot of different stuff, y'all. You shouldn't talk no, to me. That's, that, no, no, no. That's good. Um, I, I like it because, like, my recommendations are mostly going to be, like, very like, sure. commercial stuff because I yeah. don't know what he likes. And so I'm going to suggest things that, you know, might be more – like, might be, oh, I know that band. I've never listened to them. Maybe I'll give them a shot. I mean, if we want to talk commercial stuff, I did listen to the entire Black Panther soundtrack, and I thought it was pretty rad. The music is so good. Like, uh, I mean, I haven't listened to the score. I did, li- but I listened to, I don't know, how, don't spoil me, I guess. Uh, I don't know how much the movie uses this, uh, the score and then also the instrument, the like the rap songs that Kendrick Lamar uh, created, and they're just, they're really cool. I don't know, I listened to the, the Kendrick Lamar stuff, and I really liked it. Um, and then I... Uh, there's a group called Star Wolf, which is not video game related, oddly enough. Um, they are, uh, I, don't, I don't really know much about them because they only have two songs on Spotify. I just really like both songs. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like um, kind of like a synth pop type of thing. Um, I like synth a lot. Uh, if you go through the music that I enjoy, you will find that a lot. And then uh, two more, last two. Okay. Mike Kroll. Uh, Mike Kroll is kind of a singular kind of uh, garage rock dude, um, and he didn't really have much of a career, but he uh, had a song appear on Steven Universe like last year, and so I went and listened to all of his stuff, and uh, kicks ass. He's uh, really good. And um, let's talk about the Mountain Goats. That's what I'll talk about. I love the Mountain I Goats. I love the Mountain Goats too. Uh, Mountain Goats is. Some of their songs are good. I've only been recommended like two of them, and that was a couple weeks ago, and I didn't star them, so I don't remember what they are. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mountain Goats are uh, John Darnielle, and uh, he started out basically recording music in his bathroom on a cassette tape, and he then would make thousands of the cassette tapes and sell them. And uh, his he's just an, a superb songwriter, and his voice is really unique. Um, and what he writes about is, you know, uh, real life. Normally I kind of find how to describe him kind of like, I want to say a a serious, they might be giants. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Cause there's, cause he's got, cause they might be giants are goofy, but they have some real musicality to them. Right. Like they can play some fucking instruments and, and the mountain goats, can play some fucking instruments, but like their songs aren't super goofy. Um, they're just they're just really 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 good. I recommend uh, this year. Um, it's a really it's good. A great uh, song. No children yeah. is sad, but also no children very is very sad. Uh, and Moral Oral is what got me into the Mountain Goats, and No Children is from an episode of Moral Oral. It makes um, sense. <laughs> I can see yeah. that. 
and uh, yeah, Nine Girls are fantastic. I'll stop. Though they, they, I, they I could do more. But. They have a song that is an ad for Golden Boy Peanuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even uh, know what that is. Yeah, it's 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 a brand of peanuts, and they say there's no Pan Asian supermarkets down in hell, so you can't buy Golden Boy peanuts there, and that makes hell bad. Um, there's also a song called "The Best Ever Death Metal Band Out of Denton," which is a story yeah, about a death metal. That one's band. really good. Yeah, I liked uh, "For an Object" from their his most recent album, "Beat the Chant." Oh, okay. um, which, is, which is all about uh, growing up in Texas and having no friends, and his family hated him, and he watched professional wrestling to escape. Yeah, and it's a, and it's about how he loved it when people would would cheat. <laughs> right on, cool. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, Nikki. Um, so like, you know, if we're going to talk about, uh, video game stuff, I think I would be remiss in not at least mentioning the Distant Worlds albums, particularly the third one. Uh, it's just really good. Really, really good. And then anything I think by, uh, Masayoshi Soken, who's currently the sound director for 14. Actually, he's not the sound director anymore. He composes all of the songs for 14. Um, and just anything he does, like he did Mario Hoops three on three. He composed like the music for that game. Um, anything he does like is really good. And he's like a musical genius. Someone, there was a video of him at the recent, and I say recent when it's like two years ago, uh, fan fest where they presented him with an automaton and he was like like, what is this this is a fun instrument and then he just started cranking out the chocobo theme off on it oh Um, shit (laughs) man that thing is hard to play it looks like so he he picked it up immediately uh so you know that guy's just really good and so uh, you know if you can get your hands on anything that he does just you know give it a shot he's kind of awesome um yeah i don't know i'm a fan um and he he mentioned that like you know he does like 40 drafts or not 40 drafts i guess drafts work um for every song in the game he does at least 40 versions of them because the director is like no make it a little bit more like you know this or make it softer make it and he's like okay and so he doesn't (laughs) sleep and he just makes 40 different versions of the same song (laughs) until until the director of the game is like yes i like this um so i don't know he works hard give him a shot um (laughs) he hasn't murdered any directors yet which means he works very hard Right? <laughs> to at least quell um, that rage. Uh, right. And then I mentioned, you know, that I'm going to suggest like a lot of like, not a lot, a couple of like, you know, things you've probably heard of. Um, because again, I don't know what you're into, but uh, I'm going to suggest the Foo Fighters, particularly particularly their 1995 self-titled album. Pretty yeah. much every song on that album is fantastic. You probably thought I was going to suggest the color and the shape because Everlong is on it, but that album's okay. Monkey Wrench, <laughs> however, is a really great song. Uh, check it out. Um, I also really like Stacked Actors and a couple of songs from their new album. Uh, particularly, I kind of love The Sky is a Neighborhood. It just sticks in your head and stays there for a long time. Um, and then last year, uh, just like, I don't know why I got on a big David Bowie kick. Um, and so, you know, I think it goes without saying that Ziggy Stardust is just like a gorgeous album and should be given a listen to if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, gosh, I don't know. Just those two, I think I want to suggest to you. So have fun. Right on. Uh, 
I'm not as uh, musically inclined as these guys, so my things are boring. Uh, oh, I, real quick. Yeah, I also, like four more if you don't want to talk. I, I also really like, so I've been trying to listen um, to like just vocally driven music, and I discovered, uh, and Ambie, you'll probably know her, I discovered uh, Laura Osnes recently. Yes, and, Laura oh, is amazing. Yeah, she can... She's really good. Laura uh, Osnes is amazing. Give her a fucking Tony Award already. She actually really she good. is the one who won the Grease reality TV series as Sandy. I, I learned that. I, I yes. actually found her because I, I was looking for my, my singing teachers, like, try to come up with, like, a, a new Broadway song to work on. And um, I was just, like just looking for like soprano geared songs and people were suggesting stuff by the writing duo Kerrigan and Loudermilk. Yes. And I, found, I found a song called how to return home. Yeah. Uh, she sang and Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know this is not a, you want to cry. It's, she's just, she kills it. Her voice this is not is a stellar. Spotify thing, but Laura Osnes runs once or twice a year, a, um, uh, a concert at a, uh, undergrad. It's a club in, in uh, I should call it a club in New York called uh, 54 Below, which is a, it's like a basement dinner club uh, below 54th Avenue in New York. And they do like different promote like concerts and stuff like that. But Laura and her friend once once or twice a year host what's called the Princess Party. Her whole claim to fame, like what she's most known for, even though she's like known for many things, is that she played Cinderella in the uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella version that finally made it to Broadway. As old as Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella is, it only just recently ever played Broadway. It never played Broadway before like three or four years ago. And she was the one who played Cinderella and she almost won a Tony. And um, she has what's called the Princess Party, which is all these other Broadway actresses and sometimes actors come and they basically put on a show as if they were the princesses. And they do different princess songs, but they do sometimes like little quirky things. And they just actually had one. And you can look it up on YouTube. You can look up this uh, Princess Party, I believe it's what it's called. Um, the most recent one has the girl who plays on, oh, God, what is her name? Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, she's great. As the, it's amazing. Her performance is great because she's Ursula, but she's a 12-year-old Oh, girl. I've seen that. I Ursula, saw that today. It's a, it's so funny because she basically plays Ursula as if she because she's like, hey, when I'm in the ocean, I am like the worst thing ever. And now that I'm on land, I'm also the worst thing ever. I'm a middle school girl. Yeah, no, <laughs> Rachel Bloom is fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, but the Princess Party stuff. I mean, there's songs. They're very artists or songs that you know because they're mostly Disney songs or musical songs. But the way they all interpret them in different ways is really great. Right on. Well, uh, I'll, I'll blaze through a few things real quick. Um, uh, a band that I'm really into right now is Haim, uh, H-A-I-M. Um, I dig Haim. Uh, They're not bad. I've, I've really been liking them lately. Um, but for the most part, we've I just finished digitizing uh, Brooke's entire CD collection, which is massive. Uh, so <laughs> I've put that on a, a USB stick that had some of my old music on it. And we've been listening to it in the car. So it's a really weird collection of, like, David Bowie uh, and the Beastie Boys and um, Fits in the Tantrums and Haim and Lots of Lord. And uh, I dig the shit out of Lord. 
Um, I have some Lord on my Spotify. I was gonna say I dig the shit out of Fizz and the Tantrums. I did that as well. Uh, Bastille, <laughs> uh, like Bastille a lot. Um, oh, I love Pompeii. Yeah, Pompeii is my favorite song. Oh, the, the I love Pompeii. <laughs> Uh, Man, you'd love the old stations out here because that song gets played to shit. I uh, loved Pompeii <laughs> until uh, Vesuvius came out, and that was that kind of ruined it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's a lot of that. Uh, just a lot of old stuff. Uh, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack uh, sort of, I guess, prompted her to want to digitize all of her old CDs. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, it's a really weird, mo- uh, hodgepodge, like, I got, uh, Can't Say Dis Her Sexy, or CSS, um, uh, which is great, uh, some weird Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Stone Temple Pilots have some really good songs. I dig Stone Temple Pilots, but they are definitely the most out-of-place thing on my, uh, on this USB, but I get excited <laughs> I when it pops no. up. It just, it sounds very different from everything. Well, actually, Can't Say uh, Days of Sexy is uh, pretty out there too, um, uh, but yeah. So uh, give give that stuff a shot. Um, I I dig it. Uh, but yeah. So anything else uh, musically people want to talk about, or should we move on to stories, or do people have stories in their lives they want to talk about? Uh, hey, listen to uh, Mega Man. He's a really good rapper, and listen to the Choir Practice. They are a collection of Canadian indie pop guys who decided to do uh, songs, c- covers of Canadian rock songs in the, in the form of a church choir. Holy crap. Weird. Okay. <laughs> I love the choir practice. Oh, They're great. That's amazing. And, uh, and the I, I like the Proto Men. Oh, yeah. They're cool. Yeah, kind of a rock opera version of Mega Man. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, there's this really, it's kind of old school. Last one I'll talk about. Uh, the Oneaters. I'm really into. I love the Oneaters. They're <laughs> so good. The Oneaters. Uh, they are really the good. thing you do Their is Their song, Alone in My Principles, is just so good. I love it. I love it. I got, I got, two, I got two more. Well, we're here. This is like... I feel like like we finally we've like connected with our audience here, guys. I, <laughs> and I all never, here. We should never have a music podcast. We should not do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like all of our different episode. tastes. I just have I have two more. Cast listen, if I had more than like thirty seconds to think about it, I probably would have had a much. Yeah. Better. After like while you guys were talking, I was like going and looking at my Spotify. Since I'm here, like the music. <laughs> You've had thirty minutes to, to think about it now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Since I'm well, like I'm, the musical I'm, like, enthralled by here. what you guys are saying. Yeah. Um, Three things. One, uh, it's really popular right now, but it is amazing. The Greatest Showman soundtrack, fantastic, good move, awful movie, great music, great music sequences. Uh, right the soundtrack is great. Um, musical that most people would probably think, what the hell, but has an amazing soundtrack. Ghost the Musical, based on the 1980s uh, movie, starring Demi, starring Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. Amazing soundtrack for the song Molly's songs. Every single song that Molly sings in is. There is actually there, they do have a version on there of Unchained Mel- Melody mixed with it's like two songs at once. Okay. It's really good. But the other songs on there, the one song on there with you is an emotional, like emotional craziness. So emotional. So emotional. <laughs> um, and the last thing, um, again, a, a musical that you would go, they made a musical about that. But the the in concert CD is fantastic. Chess in concert. It is a musical about playing chess, but it's about playing chess during the Cold War. 
So it's like the American guy and the Russian guy playing chess during the Cold War. Um, it's it's ridiculous, I know, but the music is fantastic. <laughs> Listen to the in concert version because it's Josh Groban, Idina Menzel, and a couple other really good. Uh, oh, Adam Pascal. Pause, pause, pause. Did you say Idina Menzel? <laughs> <laughs> that poor lady can't get her name right. Uh, no. I, I could have said Adele Dazeem. <laughs> my, 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 my favorite song from the chess uh, soundtrack is I Move in the Shape of an L. That is, mwah, that is just magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, cool. So, uh, yeah. Does anyone have, we, we should definitely Smooth move on. Smooth the groove's pretty good if we're talking more video game stuff. <laughs> All right, we've been talking about Welcome music for... Music. <laughs> For seventeen minutes, the theme from Final Fantasy fifteen was a really odd choice, but I kind of dig it. it was Florence and the Machine. I do love Florence and the Machine. <laughs> I hate them. Oh my gosh. I like, um, I like, I like Florence and the Machine. I do too. Carpenter Brute does some really good synth stuff. Hey, you know. Did you ever I, notice uh, that the theme for the room sounds a lot like Terra's theme from Final Fantasy V, or is it six? I don't know. It's six, and now <laughs> I'm gonna have to go listen to the room soundtrack. And that sucks. Uh, I went on a field trip. You're this gonna week. hear it. And you're gonna hate me forever. Go on. <laughs> I went on a field trip. We saw some colleges. It was really, really fulfilling on a personal level. And I love really? it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. I know. I'm not gonna. We need a new story. I just wanted to mention it because I won't tell that story next week. Goodbye. Okay. Uh, does anyone does anyone have a life story they'd like? I didn't see a movie because I didn't want to see the uh, guys take over the bus, so I don't have anything to talk about there. You want to see Peter Rabbit? Uh, actually, <laughs> actually, Brooke wants to see that movie. I probably Why? will end up seeing. I liked Brooke. I think she likes James. <laughs> I think she likes James Corden. I. <laughs> That's it. That's, that's where the friendship ended. I'm sorry. It just makes my whole life when I can get Matt to laugh like that. <laughs> Nikki is like at a Nikki is about to, to make a time machine and go back in time to the wedding speak up when they say anybody has anything to say, speak now for elder peace. In comes Nikki, time traveler Nikki. She's gonna Nikki no! rabbit! Don't do it, Cody! Don't do it! <laughs> I liked Brooke. <laughs> Any, <laughs> anyway. Is the, Thank you. You know, I tried. Does anyone else have a live story they want to touch on before we go into Let's, news stories? Nope. Nope. Let's do news stories. Let's do news stories. All right. Who wants to start us off? I'll start. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's talk about drugs, baby. Let's okay. talk about you and me. Wee! Like that's the the that's our drug story intro song. <laughs> um, you cannot take that for your own podcast. It belongs to Stuff Weekly um, LLC. Um, so, let's say that you wanted to bring drugs. Uh huh. Somewhere, anywhere. Where do you want to? All right. I heard, and and correct me if I'm wrong, that it is quote illegal to bring drugs places. What that yeah. I that I think that's just a rumor. No, apparently I'm pretty sure it's just frowned upon. Apparently by the by by the policeman. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, the policeman ah, says news. Only, he says only criminals bring drugs places, <laughs> and and I think I think that's crazy. Um, I have never really wanted to bring drugs places because I'm not a criminal. 
but 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 if let's say that you were a master criminal okay okay and you were in charge of bringing the drugs to places okay mm-hmm. how are you gonna move them drugs uh birds oh wait no we've been over that that didn't <laughs> <laughs> Make them look like limes oh wait we did that too and that's yeah uh, put them in burritos that was just last week <laughs> uh, orifices we've talked about that a lot uh Gosh, we talk about drug trafficking a lot on this show yeah mostly the ways it fails uh so well um let's go trend to, continues uh, <laughs> Let's go to Portugal. Okay. And uh, we're going to talk about two men who decided that uh, they were going to take some uh, drugs from uh, Brazil and get them drugs straight into Portugal. Now, right. they took it to uh, the airport in, uh, in in Brazil. I don't know. I'm assuming Brazil airport. Um, Blanca National Airport. <laughs> and... <laughs> And uh, they get they get on to Blanca Airlines, and you know they've got their drugs on them, and they get into the air, and they fly all the way to Portugal. Isn't that what Shadaloo was uh, in uh, Portugal? A, a drug cartel, essentially led by Psycho Man. I think they were a terrorist group. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Anyway, proceed. Did- <laughs> no, they didn't have drugs. They just had bison bucks. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe I'll yeah, wrong. they had their own. They had their own economy. All right. Um. So they get the, the, our two our two drug mans, our criminals. They get on the plane from from Brazil Airport to Lisbon International Airport, and um, when they get there, they are met by the police, and the police say, "Hey, Brazil guys." <laughs> Sure. Y'all got y'all got drugs, <laughs> and Brazil guys are like, "Oh beans, we do." Shit. <laughs> uh, Come on, you have the right to remain silent, dudes. Oh dang darn heck, you got us. <laughs> and um, the police find uh, five thousand individual portions of the drug on them, and uh, then they take them to Portugal jail, which I think is worse than regular jail. Now. This is a travesty because these guys had the idea for the perfect crime. Okay. When you hear about drug trafficking between countries, I think the most common stereotype is people taking the drugs as a suppository, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you got a big balloon full of cocaine, you put that up your butt, and (laughs) no way the police are going to check up here because that's my butt. And... (laughs) And, you know, as far as I know... I've got a worked. surprise for you, sir. <laughs> I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> Cops love butts. Um, <laughs> and so... <laughs> that, you, you gotta love butts to pass the exam. Um, they, uh, they were like, you know, that is a really good plan, putting drugs in your butt. But I feel like it would be bad because... What if the drugs explode and then you got a drug butt? <laughs> I, 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 don't think that's. Like, I'm not a. I'm not a drug connoisseur. Sure. But I, but I don't think drugs exploding is a thing unless well, there's something what kind else. Of drugs? Unless, like pop say, rocks. unless there's some other kind of factor with what the drugs. You put, them in a, you put them in a balloon, right? 
Like, yeah, the, okay, the, the balloon yeah. could get punctured. The balloon could pop, but yeah, I mean, the balloon, the balloon is not I'm... going to explode uh, per Listen, se. If the balloon pops and my asshole's full of Molly, then I'm going to need to see immediately. All right, I'm just saying. Um, I'm so. thinking it doesn't matter what the balloon is full of. If a balloon pops in your fucking rectum, you got to go to the doctor, okay? <laughs> exactly, and that's what our two men were really concerned with, and so. They were like, well, this is the perfect crime plan, but we also don't want to go to the doctor because that would suck. So they did the next best thing. Uh-oh. They made fake butts. <laughs> I like that. Butts like butt. You other butts can't deny. Actually, the headline to this article is they like fake butts and committing crimes. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the two guys we made. We fake... should write the rest of that song. I'm just. <laughs> uh, the two guys made fake butts, and then they attached them to their real butts, and the fake butts were full of two pounds of cocaine. <laughs> um, uh, I am. Assu- I'm assuming they they wore the butts. Um, on the plane, and maybe. Oh my god, that picture. <laughs> maybe, maybe they suffered like fake butt prolapse, and the drugs were. Oh no! Their pants. Um, I don't really know how they got. It doesn't say how the police actually caught them, um, but I would assume maybe they were just like, kind of drag assing as they were on their way out the plane, and uh, which is which is a real verb, I think, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and oh no, they're leaving a fun trail of cocaine behind them. Then it's coming out of their booties. Well, uh, time to put them in the jail forever. It was so, a straight yeah. up Hansel and Gretel situation, except instead of breadcrumbs, it was powder. Yeah, and, and instead of leading to a witch's fun house, it leads to a butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fun house of the body, as some would call it. <laughs> 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 are, are you did you just christen the butt as the fun house of the body yeah I maybe know, i don't know if i can get behind that as an official stuff weekly position all right yeah all right yeah maybe okay i mean fine. stuff weekly has a lot of official positions on the butt don't get me wrong <laughs> this is but not i don't know i don't know if i want to call it the fun house of the body well missing out all right so what else <laughs> Uh, that's it. They went to jail, and now they're dead. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Portugal has very harsh crimes. Next day executed. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, Amber, Nikki, do you have any stories that you would like to go over? If not, I have not been able to find any decent stories in a while. <laughs> okay. Nikki, you have one? I forgot to prepare at all this week. Guys, I have like eight really, really good stories. And that's exactly what I was depending upon. I have a a story. Yes, Cody. All right. Hit me. Cool. So uh, have you guys ever invented anything or had the idea for an invention that you think would be really cool someday? I think people have ideas for inventions all the time. Like just in path. Like, man, I wish I could like invent something that makes this easier. I do that. And then you... Yeah, but like, have have you personally ever done that? Like, I had my twenty four hour escape room. Yeah, the, which um, was a great idea. I contend we should still try to set that up somehow. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, there was an invention contest, like Invent America or something, and it was at our elementary school, and I entered it. And uh, my invention was it was supposed to, you were supposed to make a device that made some part of life easier. 
and I made an invention that made it easier for frogs to catch flies and eat them, which is what? really ridiculous. That is so cute. That's like, great. That doesn't really help the life necessarily for humans. I was just wanting to help some form of life in general. That and is it adorable. I it was love basically that. like I don't even remember what it was. I think it was just a trap for flies that was on lily pads. <laughs> Did you win? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, no. that's too bad. All right, I'm sorry. Well, uh, that uh, that idea sounds great. Uh, Nikki, did you have anything that you came up with as a, a youngin? I'm not telling anybody my invention ideas. <laughs> They're going to steal them. Uh, Come this, on. Ah, you figured me out. This was really just a ploy to get ideas. <laughs> <laughs> My get-rich-quick schemes are in my head and my head alone. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Very smart. Right? I think so. Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right You're on. welcome. Well, uh, we're, we're going to talk uh, about one particular inventor uh, who uh, he, he was thinking uh, around uh, the, the time of the baby boomer generation getting its kick. Uh, he wanted to come up with, with a new invention, and he, he was not sure exactly what he wanted to do. But uh, he knew that there are lots of kids right now being born. He said, all right, so this this baby boomer generation, there's there's so many kids. What do kids like? Kids like toys. What else do kids like? Uh, kids like pets. Uh, what else do kids like? Uh, kids like surprises. So he's like, I got to come up with an invention that meets all of these. So he, uh, he had some aquatic life as pets, and he found uh, as he was feeding them that the the food had a very interesting element to it and it was that he he would dump uh these brine shrimp into an aquarium and he's like i bet i could make these brine shrimp into the pets and not the pet food so these are sea monkeys essentially yes harold in fact exactly harold nathan bronhut uh said all right I'm going to find a way to package these brine shrimp in a way that kids would buy them. So he came up with the invention of instant life, which was basically just uh, dehydrated eggs of brine shrimp, which brine shrimp have a very interesting element of they can, their eggs can survive for a very like centuries as long as the eggs are dehydrated. As soon as they hit water, they hatch and become uh sea monkeys essentially so uh eventually he determined that the idea of instant life was a bad name so he renamed them sea monkeys because he thought that the brine shrimp looked like monkey tails which that's not true but he <laughs> thought that's the, what it was so he decided he he would patent a method for being able to have uh have and basically a tiny aquarium and two uh, two packets that he could ship out 
for uh, a dollar pop. And then uh, there'd be one packet that you dumped into tap water in the little aquarium that would purify the water. And then you dump in another packet uh, containing the eggs 24 hours later. And then the eggs would instantaneously hatch and you'd have your little sea monkey friends. But uh, he didn't want them to look in the advertisements like the uh, really gross brine shrimp. So he hired a guy who would later become the vice president of DC Comics to draw the ads. Uh, with which he would uh, write the copy, and he was actually very quite good at it. So um, he decided, I don't want to advertise in uh, TV, because everyone's doing TV right now is very expensive, but I can sell millions of copies to comic books. So he started advertising in comic books, and it did very, very well. So uh, Harold Von uh, Braunhut uh, successfully started selling uh, basically a scam to small children through comic books because, yeah, I mean, it works, but you've seen sea monkeys, right? They're uh, real boring and not nearly as cool (laughs) as they're advertised to be. Uh, And he sold other things throughout the uh, the comic books, uh, including he, he's responsible for X-Ray Specs, which uh, he sold to uh, pervy pre-adolescents. Um, crazy Crabs, which were uh, just hermit crabs. That's just it. They were just regular hermit crabs. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just went to the beach and gathered stuff and sold it to kids. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He also sold amazing hair-raising monsters, which were cards that you would pour water onto, and they would turn into, uh, they would grow hair, which was really mineral crystals. Uh, And the best thing that he sold to children, to stupid children, was the invisible goldfish, which was a bowl. A small castle, a package of fish food, and nothing else. The ad promised you would never see the fish. Probably because it didn't exist. So, uh, yeah. This guy was was basically the huckster of the sea. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) He got the idea of trying to make these kinds of things from uh, P.T. Barnum's flea circus idea that he could sell people uh, a circus that contained highly trained fleas that didn't exist. Uh, so yeah, so that's sort of what he worked on. Also, the way that uh, sea monkeys actually work is the very first packet that you pour into the water, uh, that contained the eggs and they hatched immediately. They were just too small to see. You wait 24 hours for them to be big enough, and then the second packet you pour in contained blue dye that settled on the the brine shrimp so that you could see them. That's how sea monkeys work. Uh, so you're you're dying brine shrimp um so all of this is all well and good he he basically scammed children for a very long time uh all well and good however harold nathan braunhut needed something to do with his money and uh he had a uh something he very much believed in that he wanted to support and that was uh supplying uh weapons to the aryan nation uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, Harold Nathan Braunhut was a severe white supremacist and supporter of the Ku Klux Klan. The guy who created Sea Monkeys was a fucking, fucking twist, Nazi. All right. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he sold lots of weapons to uh, the KKK, and there is video online um, that uh, I really should have 
queued up, but I don't, uh, which is basically all the evidence points to this basically being Harold Von Braunhunt in a black KKK outfit. Uh, so he he's kind of fucked up. Um, sure. They, uh, he did some interviews in 1988 with the Seattle Times where he referred to Koreans as the inscrutable, slanty Korean eyes of Korean oh shop owners. My God. Uh, he says, you know what side I'm on. I don't make any bones about it. So, uh, yeah, there is a bit of a dark history to uh, sea monkeys. And the very last patent this guy uh, made. Oh, by the way, by the way, this Nazi is also Jewish. He's a Jewish Nazi. Uh, yeah, he's actually uh, Harold, uh, uh, not Harold Von Braunhut. Harold Nathan Braunhut is his real name. He changed it to Harold Von Braunhut. Uh, he he is a Jewish person who joined the Aryan nation. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, so the very last thing he patented isn't about racism. He uh, patented a watch that you could put your sea monkeys into so that you... <laughs> You could walk around with your pets because he thought people were just uh, getting too impatient in school wanting to get home to their sea monkeys. Hey, Harold, <laughs> we're going to go down. We're going to burn a cross in the yard. You going to come with? Uh, yeah, I would, but I just got another weird aquatic-themed idea. <laughs> <laughs> His flim flammery uh, involved water a lot. Uh, yeah, like, like, I get that he was working with DC Comics, but like... They have more than Aquaman. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so basically all that shit that you saw sold in like the old comic books. From all that money life. went to white supremacy. Yeah, pretty much. Whoa. Yeah. All those sea monkeys that kids bought, all the crazy crabs that kids bought, all the x-ray specs that kids bought went towards me. funding the Aryan nation. Tell me he died penniless and alone, please. Uh, he died in the 90s, I believe. Uh, no, he died in 2003 uh, f- from a fall. He, uh, it was an accidental fall, and he died in Indian Head, Maryland. Uh, he, he had a granddaughter. I hope all the bones snapped. I'm sure they did. Uh, and he can be sprinkled as food for his brine shrimp friends. Uh, yeah. He they, was... they, lowered, they lowered the casket into the ground, and then they poured blue dye on a second casket. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. He survived by his granddaughter, uh, Rachel Marie Stone, who uh, is an author, wrote Eat with Joy, Redeeming God's Gift of Food. Uh, that's her claim to fame. So... <laughs> What a fucking weird bio you've brought us today, Cody. Right? Like, I started reading on the Sea Monkeys guy, and I'm like, this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just, it's not really a, a, a recent story, but uh, very interesting. So For sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's it. Um, I have a story. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, <laughs> rhetorical question time, guys. Uh have any of you ever been in a police pursuit? I've been <laughs> I've been pulled over by the police and got given a uh, almost given a ticket. Uh, yeah, Wait, yeah. almost given actually, a ticket? No, I've uh, been pulled over and actually got a ticket once and was almost okay. given a ticket a second time. Yeah, normally when the police pursue me, I stop immediately. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you're it's an a, intelligent it's person. It's a very short chase. Sure, sure. By the way, Cody, what were you ticketed for? Speeding? Speeding, yeah. 
on my least oh, favorite man. road in this fucking city, where, where I've also <laughs> been in the same road. I've gotten in two accidents. <laughs> wow, that road has you should it avoid it. Yeah, uh, yeah I fucking go, hate go, it. Go down the road next to like, the pair. I, right. I I avoid that road for the most part, but the uh, the studio that I did the most work with uh, for my voiceover stuff until just recently uh, was on that road, so I had to go um, on it. Yeah. Anyway. Matt, besides the one incident that we were all there for, what else were you ticketed for, if anything? Uh, many other speeding tickets. <laughs> uh, just, I, I think I got the double digits, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Um, I also got a ticket one time for uh, not having renewed my, my tag. Ah, I got I, like a I warning forgot. ticket for that. They I was on the, my way to the DMV to fix it, too. It was really lame. They gave me the ticket, and then I went the next day, and I renewed it, and then I went to court, and they didn't make me pay anything, and it was nice of them. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, my other, other ticket oh, is and also uh, murder. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I didn't know they issued tickets for murder, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was murdering too fast. That's, and, uh... that's actually pretty kind of them to issue you a ticket. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, I guess I got a stop sign violation when I was very young really yeah fun fun fact about me i failed my first attempt at driving or my license because they claimed that i failed to stop at a stop sign and they were correct i i mean i guess they were correct i would never do that though so i don't understand (laughs) that and i don't i certainly would not do it with a fucking driving proctor in the fucking car jesus um so 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 you've been in a car chase you've admitted this to us now right that's what you're saying yeah no i've never been in a car tell us about car chases so we're gonna talk about somebody else we're gonna talk about uh a guy named Kenneth R. Shoots Jr. Okay. That's <laughs> a long name, I know. Um, so at around, I don't know, oh, 12.09 a.m., um, he was stopped. Uh, just a routine traffic stop. Actually, maybe not so routine. Uh, see, the cops ran his plate and uh, discovered that the car was registered to a driver whose license was revoked. So they, they wanted to check on that. Um, but instead, um, Kenneth took off, uh, and led police on a half a mile chase before turning into a private driveway where he decided now would be a good time to get out of the car and run. Um, police tried to pursue him. They had a good laugh when, uh, Kenneth tried jumping over a barbed wire fence, but he ended up tripping over it instead. Um, but he got up and ran through a field toward a really wooded area, Um, so police decided that they were going to search his car and they asked for additional assistance to try to form a perimeter around the field just in case he came out. Um, and you know, they, they found some stuff in his car, uh, but ultimately, uh, they didn't really, they didn't find Kenneth. Um, but an hour later, uh, something interesting happened. Um, police dispatchers received a call, a 911 call. Um, from someone reporting that they were, were very cold and in need of an ambulance. Um, but they didn't know where they were. So, um, police tracked his phone and they found, um, that the phone led to like a swamp, um, actually pretty close to where, uh, they had stopped Kenneth in the first place. Um, and so they dispatched fire and, um, other emergency personnel, uh, to the area 
And um, they found there they found Kenneth uh, frozen in a swamp because he decided to hide in the swamp. And as temperatures neared zero, he oh, became God. too cold and he called 911 for help. Um, <laughs> needless to say, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> ne- ne- needless to say, um, he was arrested. Uh, fair enough. Good. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, they they said that they found him um, in steep, swampy terrain, and you know they took him to the hospital first, uh, and then they took him to jail. Uh, he stated that he needed an incident like this because he was making some poor decisions in his life. Uh, so he'll be going to court on March twenty first. Um, that's it. Just a quick story. I I think he probably has had some poor decisions in his life. Yes. Uh, right on. Well, um, that's too bad for this fucker. But cool. Oh, man. All right. Well, anything else you want to talk about it? Or uh... No, that's pretty much it. I, you know, don't. I mean, if you're going to run from the police, maybe don't call for help by the no. police an hour later. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. That's probably going to ensure your God. Yeah. Guys, I made a, made a mistake. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, but I need a blanket. Uh, all right. Uh, well, um, we're pretty much at our hour. Matt, if you have a really short one, we could go ahead and go with that if you want. Okay, I'll do... I'll save this other one. I don't normally save stories, but I'll save this one because I really like it. So I'll do this really short one. Okay. Uh, let's go to Arkansas. Oh, no. All right. Okay. Uh, in fact, let's go to Hot Springs. Oh, hey. All right. Tell me about Hot Springs, Cody. Uh, Hot Springs is one of the few kind of okay places to go to around here. So go oh, ahead yeah. and ruin it for me. It's- Yay! Right. <laughs> now, Hot Springs, of course, as everyone knows, is a den of uh, iniquity and sin. And um, there is a man. He went to Hot Springs for what I'm sure Cody would call a a, a good time. Uh, you know, I don't call anything here a good time. <laughs> there are things that pass as a f- kind of a good enough time. But yeah, proceed. <laughs> so wait 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 are you telling me like there will be numbers on the side of a bathroom stall and it will say for a good enough time call yes yeah it's it's a staple of arkansas everything for an an adequate time call. everything is adequate at best uh but yeah go ahead (laughs) um so this guy he went to hot springs and uh he did what you do in hot springs uh which i assume is uh crimes and he um, he went to a uh, diner. Okay. And uh, he goes there and he uh, sees the wait- waitress and he has a nice meal and he, you know, he pays for his food. And uh, then uh, she takes his card and she comes back about 10 minutes later and she gives him his card and he leaves. And he, he drives away from Hot Springs satisfied with his delicious meal and his delicious life of crime. Um, then the next day he gets a phone call and the phone call is about how, yeah, Hey, Mr. Guy, um, we're calling from the credit card company. Yeah. Things, things are not good. Things are not good with your credit card at all. Oh no. Okay. Um, he found, uh, he, he goes to check his statement. 
and he finds two unauthorized online purchases. Okay. One at a wig store for $124. Okay. And another at a clothing store for around $100, a little less than $100. And uh, he's like, huh, it's weird. Didn't didn't buy any wigs. <laughs> um, I think I think my credit card has been stolen. And uh, he thinks about it. And the last time that, you know, he saw his credit, uh, he used his credit card was at that damned restaurant in Hot Springs. Fucking Hot Springs restaurants. Never uh, eaten there again. And, and, and you know, it did take a, a weirdly long time for the waitress to come back with his card. Um, and so he was like, I wonder if the waitress took my card. Um, so Hot Springs detective Patrick Langley, he called the owner of the restaurant where the victim had dined and confirmed, uh, you know, that the waitress that the guy had talked about, I, I, who turned out to be a lady named Autumn Partington, uh, confirmed, confirmed that she worked there. And, uh, you know, the guy's like, yeah, no, she works here. Um, she did serve the couple and she had possession of the debit card at one point. Uh, they confirmed her her street address, uh, and, uh. You know, that was pretty much it. There was nothing to say that, uh, you know, she had it, but they couldn't find her either because they investigated and she had, she booked, she left. Shit. Um, yeah, she had taken this guy's card. This is back in August 27th, by the way. Okay. Um, she took his card and, uh, she got out of Dodge All or right. Hot Springs as it were. Yeah. Um, and there was no way to find her. Uh, cause she bought wigs and clothes and that was it. The perfect disguise. Um, <laughs> maybe look up and see what kind of wig she bought and then like get a picture of her and Photoshop the wig on her head and put that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Be on the lookout for <clears throat> a blonde woman. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the police had done their research, you know, they had done their investigation. Uh, there was no sign of her anywhere. She had, you know, no contact with family or anything. And uh, she was just gone. And then one day, that investigator, he, uh, he, got a, he, got a, he got a tip, we'll say. Okay. And the tip was that she, uh, she posted on her Instagram page. Okay. Now, that in and of itself is fine. You know, it means she's alive. Certainly, she didn't. She didn't get murdered, so we know that she she is out there somewhere, having committed the crime. Um, and she uh, posted a picture of herself on Instagram with the caption uh, "I L U V my job." Um, she loves her job, and uh, stealing things. <laughs> Uh, and, and the detective was like, huh, well, I guess that's her. I don't, I don't know how we're going to you know, find her. I guess we could, I don't think Instagram's going to give us any sort of IP. I don't know if that's possible, but, uh, and then suddenly it hit him and he took it to the CSI people and he said, look at this photograph. And they said, oh wow, a photograph. It was Owen Wilson. <laughs> and oh, oh wow. Enhance. And then he said, enhance. <laughs> and the CSI guy was like, okay. And he goes, no, enhance more. And then he, he does it, and he's like, no, 
enhance as much as possible. And like the 3D uh, display goes around and they like move it with their hands and then they're also inside of the picture. I don't know. I think that's how CSI works. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And finally, they, they, they find the evidence they need to track her down. Because she was wearing an apron from the restaurant she worked at. Of course she was. In her Instagram photo where she said, I love my job. They went to the restaurant and they uh, arrested the crap out of her. Absolutely they did. Yeah. Uh, she was in Lonoke, I guess, which oh, is another city. God damn it. All right. <laughs> yeah, Lone it's a county. Lonoke County. Uh, it's... A, it's there's nothing there. Uh, so. Well, there is. In fact, it was, uh, you know, one criminal by the name of Autumn Partington. She was there. But now she's in jail. So uh, <laughs> She's dumb. Very much so. And that's my story, Arkansas Bad. The end. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to end the show now, Cody. We can. Absolutely. Uh, so this has been Stuff Weekly. I'm Cody Coleman. With me, as always, is Matt Cruett, Nikki Wright, and Amber Lee. Until next time, don't die, everybody. We'll miss you. See ya. When you're dead. <laughs> <laughs>